Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today as we cover some more steps to ways of deliverance. And I hope that you've already this week made a couple of steps and are excited about going forward some more. As we continue talking about today, um, confession and repentance, because they, you know, they, they go together. Being able to be honest, we've talked about that, being able to come over your pride, put your pride aside, and being humble before the Lord, being humble before the Spirit. And then one of the ways is confession of your sin so that there can be that turning away, that repentance. It's not just being sorry, that repentance of truly turning away. And as healing begins to happen in a Christian's life, there are these instances of repentance just, you know, kind of periodically seems to come and confession. And sometimes there's a healing in the middle of all of that when there is that confession of sin and that repentance because it, those two things open up a spiritual pathway for the Holy Spirit to just run in there and look at that heart and open the doors and close the doors and get rid of all the little prickly spots and whatever else is in there that the Holy Spirit is doing at that time and at that moment. Those two things, whether, you know, like for me, the some family sins that came in and you know, confessing, you know, family sins, generational sins. And, and I don't spend a lot of time on those things as the Lord brings up and I got to deal with it. Then, of course, then I'm, you know, really dealing with that because every one of us have generational sins that come to us and come to our children. So your goal is to let me stop that generational sin because I'm going to pray against it and then I'm going to pray it off of my children. It's not going to go past me. We're now we're cutting this off at the root and you and you get it through that confession of sin that you see and in your family for instance, if you have a lot of divorce in your family. Oh, my brothers and sisters have been divorced, my parents have been divorced, my excuse me, my grandparents were divorced, whatever. If you can see a pattern of divorce, then you got a spirit work in there. you got a generational spirit work in there. Because Jesus said the only reason divorce happens is a hardness of heart. So the sin that you would think, okay, well, it's a divorce spirit. Okay, the bottom line of that particular sin is a hardness of heart. So you want to pray this out of your life, out of your life. And maybe maybe you've been divorced, but maybe it wasn't your heart that was hard. Maybe it was the spouse's heart that was hard. And you, you couldn't stay married because their heart was hard. Maybe they had a, an addiction 
and they wouldn't do the steps and the things they needed to do to earnestly be free from that addiction. And so you had to walk away. That doesn't mean that your heart is hard. It means that their heart is hard and it's not changing. The consequences of that is there's a divorce that happens. So if you have this pattern within your family line, you want to speak and pray against that pattern in your line. If you see a pattern of behavior in your line, you want to pray and speak against that. You do not want that generational sin coming down. And you've got to, you know, maybe you haven't walked in that generational sin, but that generational sin is a generational sin. So you need to pray and confess it and repent from it and get rid of it before it has a chance to even begin to take the stronghold within your life. You, you don't want to do that. So at some point, you got to be able to confess whatever sin is going on in your life because you're going to walk by truth. You're not going to let pride hide it. You're going to get rid of it. You're going to throw all your, your marbles or throw your cards out on the table and you're going to just hang out there and Lord Jesus, you're going to set me free because I can't do this anymore. And there's a true humbling of repentance and confession there. Then the the doorways of healing can begin to flow. And the, the doorways of him being able to touch those areas in your life that have caused so much pain. Because through that now, I know that all of you are going to be truly within that heartfelt place. You have to be able to get in that heartfelt place. You can, you can say the words. It's just like many Christians have said the words to accept Jesus, but they don't really accept it within their heart. They're just saying the words because it'll make everybody else happy. And that's what, I guess, what you're supposed to do. When there's that true conviction within your heart, there is a change in you. Because the old fruit cannot stay alive. There is new fruit that begins to be birthed within that soul when there is a true conversion of faith. Some of you have heard some of your stories, and that conversion of faith is powerful and awesome. I love hearing some of those stories. Some of you have slowly walked into it, but there is a difference in faith. It does not mean that you are sinless, because we are all sin. We all we all struggle with it. We we have the garden within our DNA. And so we've got to process this and we got to work this out. We got to walk together. We got to hold each other up and keep moving forward. And where we have one area where there's a weakness and someone says, you have na na na, don't just throw it off. Take it. Jesus, is this true? Is this be truthful with yourself first and, and begin to ask him. He is truth. He will deliver truth to you when you walk in this way. I want to read to you Proverbs 28, verse 13. He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy and truly deliverance is nothing but a mercy gift to us a mercy gift from Jesus to us because he went to the cross and he did it when we confess 
when we walk in that place of humility, when we repent from the sins in our lives, we get a gift of mercy. But there's two things you have to do there. You have to confess, but you have to forsake. Forsake. That means uh, get it off. Turn away. Go the other way. You're heading this way. Now you're going to turn and you're going to take a new path. You're not going down that path. If you got to, you know, get rid of all your books, I don't know. If you got to delete Facebook off of your phone, then you do that. You do whatever it is that you need to forsake. That's what you have to do. Sometimes, like for some eating disorders, it's not a forsaking. Maybe it's a forsaking of like starving or something, forsaking not eating. So you're going to eat. You're not going to miss any meal. Every meal. You're not going to, you are going to eat, you know, a power bar. So you're not a big breakfast person. I've never known any anorexic to ever be a breakfast person. It's one of the things, the first things they cut out because it starts your day off in, you know, what they assemble as control. And it gets that demon right smack first thing, first thing out of the morning, out of the day. Boom, they got you first thing. So maybe you you have to get up and you have to eat something, a yogurt. I don't know. You have to decide what that truth is for you. Whatever that deliverance that you want, you must forsake. So in that confession. And there's a confession of one to another. There may be a season or moment where you get to confess it before Jesus. But I guarantee you he's going to take you someplace where you're going to get to admit to it. Or you're going to get to say you're sorry. You're going to eat crow. I've done a lot of crow eating myself. And you're going to walk through that repentance. Because repentance and that forsaking turning away from means you're going to need to have some help the body of Christ to stand and walk with you as you stand and walk with others they're going to stand and walk with you so in your preparation for having deliverance this is very very important you must go down those ways and and if you don't know of any family line then don't do it it's not going to hurt you if you pray against any family line curses. Even if, you are, if you're fighting with addiction, it won't hurt you to pray against any um, bloodline addiction in your family. It's not going to hurt you, even if you don't know of any. And um, maybe it will get something. Who knows? I usually just pray it anyway because I want to cover the now that I'm doing and the Back then that they did, I want to just, oh, God, I don't care what it is, you know. I just generally do that just for me. I've been, I've done that with some clients, and some clients I haven't done that at all. Um, It just depends on what it is and what you're working for and what you're working through. But these are the steps that I'm I'm giving you in, in processing things that I've done. And with Derek Prince, not like with him, but through his book, and hopefully that you can integrate this into your life. 
So I pray that you guys are able to feel a true confession and repentance and a turning away and a forsaking of so that you guys are going to get desperate. You're going to get in that place and truth and light is going to flow in there and you guys are going to be free. You guys are going to walk free. The Holy Spirit is going to give you freedom and and just receive that gift of mercy because that is all it is. None of us deserve to be free. We all deserve you know, to be tormented because of the way and we've walked away from the Lord. So any freedom is a pure gift of his mercy because we are desperate and he loves his children so much. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us enough that you made a way for us to be able to receive the mercy of deliverance. I thank you so much. I hope this has blessed y'all today. Walk in freedom. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Soul Lives is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.